now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you. This is, what, May 13th, 2020. Boy, gosh, we we just had somebody leave the meeting. I was just going to kid and say, gosh, I just spoke one word and... That's all it took. I want to remind you just quickly before we get started here today that on May 15th, two days from now at this very same time, we're going to have a Legend 15th anniversary party where we're going to make some announcements. So if you want to join us on that date and time, if you're interested, we would love to have you. Um... Good morning, crew. Uh, let's start with Jeff in Albany, who's been working in a food bank. That's correct. It's 44 degrees here, and it's going to be a high of 57. So maybe the weather's going to start warming up. But yesterday, I was asked by a friend of mine. She said, "What she said to me uh, from ACB, and she said, why don't you help volunteer at the food bank? I said, well, I've never done it before. What do I got to do? She says, why don't you take, uh, we'll take an Uber over to, uh, to the food bank. And I had gloves on. I had a mask on. And I uh, 
filled the cartons up for canned food. I filled up cartons with cans of food. That's what I did yesterday for about two hours. So it was very rewarding, but uh, had done that. I had never done that in my life, so it was kind of interesting. Good job, Jeff. See, you you beat the boredom and whatever. Good, 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 good job. Well, let's see. Dave and Chris in Altoona, they've been busy all the week and getting some construction done outside and all that good stuff. Well, we're doing well and all that good stuff. They're uh, working on our banks because they're eroding. And don't you have something special coming up on the 18th? At 8 8 a.m. on the legend? Well, something's going to happen at 8 a.m. On the on the eighteenth. The eighteenth. I can't say what it is though. Right. Well, all well is, it the, is it the last contest? That was a radio promotion we did years ago. Yeah. The last contest. Day? <laughs> I'm going to tell you after Friday's announcement, your it may not mean anything after Friday's announcement. So we'll see. We will see, uh, Dave and Chris. Uh, we'll be hearing from Dave and Chris plenty during the show today. Jennifer, you're on a different mode today. You're on your iPad. I am. Good morning. What's the weather like here in What's the weather like here in in Naples? Oh, it's beautiful. It's sunny. Not quite as warm as. I mean, it's not above average anymore. It might be a little below, but it's pretty out. It's probably we started out this morning close to 70, I would have guessed. But it was 93 yesterday. That's what I heard yeah, on the news last But it's supposed to be a little below average now for this time of year for the rest of the week. Oh. The rain is coming. Oh. Well, we need the rain. We need the rain. We'll be talking about our quest to eventually go back to Indiana, but we're running into all kinds of delays with the airlines and all other kind of issues. They may have to put together a rescue party to transport us back to Indiana. And then again, we may just stay here. Who knows? So we'll we'll just have to have to see. Let's see. Do we have Radio Tim in Minneapolis? Yeah, I'm here. And uh, you guys were talking about 90s. Well, we're supposed to be mid to upper 80s by next Tuesday. So, oh, well. Um, it's going to warm up here. Very good. Anything else going on in the Twin Cities? Oh, not not too much. Um, I'm waiting for those, what is it, aliens? or uh, <laughs> For uh, Monday the 18th. Anyway, we'll oh. see what that's all about. I think you better worry more about Friday and your show on Friday. Okay. Okay. Maybe I think it, yeah. it might not be here. No. You might. I might be fired by then. No, you. <laughs> we, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be that nice to you. You're going to drag oh. along and do whatever we do. So. Oh. Okay. We're, we're not going to make it easy for you, Tim. It's all pokers all the time. Polka, that sounds like a good format, doesn't it? A good 15th, a good all polka. Yes, 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 that does sound good. All right, let's see. Michael Luff. Have we got Michael? Yeah, he's here, and she should be unmuted. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I got a song stuck in my head now. 
Working in the food bank, going down, down. Oh, yo, <laughs> I am so hungry. How long can this go on? But uh, no, we're doing pretty good. We're helping getting things ready for Friday morning's announcement, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're, we're, we're working on that, and so Michael's hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Well, at least we're not playing Christmas music, saying a change is coming someday. True. Well, it is coming. It just hasn't happened yet, Jenny. Right. That's true. That uh, change in, in, in that format. No, I'm uh, going to hear Sam Cook in my head. But you said a change. Change is coming. Yeah. yeah it's called. It's called an, an earworm, Mike. It's it's when a song gets stuck in your head and you can't get out of your head. I've been. It's, right. it's it's quite common. Well, you that's, know? that's better than the song I had going around in my head the other day, and they all made fun of me that I've um, been in quarantine too long. All right. Well, tell him tell that joke. Tell him that. Tell him that joke, Jennifer. I got up and I asked Bill one day, I said, Bill, what did the dryer say to the clothes? I tumble for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> She's been here a little too long, maybe. And do you know what the word quarantine means? Quarantine comes from the French word of that means 40 days. Yeah. So, well, I see we don't have phone service yet. But as long as we've got internet service. But now wasn't the time to reboot the router. Let's see. Have we gone through the panel? If I missed? No, we have gone through the panel. All right. Have we got any raised no, hands? We do. We have a few. We've got, three. We, got, we got three. We got Jerry. We got Joe. And we got Buddy. So let me get to Jerry first. All right. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Good morning, everybody. It's 46 degrees in Indiana. PA going to be... 60 today. Tomorrow we're supposed to have showers, but uh, we're getting where you're talking about, Tim. We're going to probably get into the 80s by Monday. We're going to gradually go up, and that's good. Uh, hey, looking forward to Friday, and uh, it'll be great. Uh, that was a great uh, joke there, Jennifer, about the dryer and the clothes. I'll tumble for you. That was good. You know, Jerry, it could be all slim all the time, too. Slim all the time. I imagine you'll work him in there somehow, I hope. <laughs> it's all Slim, yeah. all Slim Whitman all the time, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. You and Judy, take care. Okay, Bill, and everybody. Who's our next victim, Jeff? Our uh, next one is going to be Buddy out in uh, the Carolinas. Go buddy ahead, Buddy. in Asheville. Go ahead, Buddy. It was a good day, and uh, good morning. I hope everybody's... Going to be 64 today. It was 36 degrees this morning. We're, it'll be warm before you know it. I hope, hope everybody has a good day and try to make the best of it at home. And still waiting on my stimulus check. It hasn't come yet, but it, it'll be here before you know it. Supposed to be there everybody today, maybe, buddy. Maybe today. What did yeah. I hear about today? I something about today. Of course, you hear rumors about the stimulus checks every day, but I think they're oh, yeah. going to make some deposits today. Okay. So I hope everybody has a good day, and we'll hear some good music and and some good. Uh, maybe uh, we'll hear a, a couple of a, a good demo, and we'll have a some good products about everything. And I uh, hope everybody has a good. Stay home, stay safe, and be careful. All right, buddy. Give my best to your lovely wife as well, buddy. To Margie, yeah. So all right, Jeff. Next up. All right, all right. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe, out in Albuquerque. 
Oh, hi, this is Joe. Thank you very much, and good morning. It's 52 degrees, up to 82, and uh, a good shout-out. I know joining us is Dave Meyer. He's part of our alumni in Minnesota. And also a question on Friday morning on the on the Zoom. We'll, Will that be the same uh, meeting ID as as the coffee club? Yeah, actually, it's going to be the one. I think for the first one, this one we're going to do on Friday will be the All Things Radio. We'll send out an email, but it will be the one that you use on Thursday night. Oh, oh yeah, got it. Oh yeah, it'll be the one you use on Thursday night. Oh yeah, got we'll, it. We'll okay, we, we we will be there with bells on. Right. Well, you never know what's going to come down. Wow, the secret what is coming up on the legend. We don't know until 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and everything else. No. A nose in between, right. And again, it may be, what is it, that Bill Fortune spot we use? (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? And thank Uh you, Joe. And we have a few more people still. Okay. Bill in Chicago next here. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, it's about 40-some degrees. going to get about 60. We're supposed to have thunderstorms, heavy rain the rest of the week, possibly. Tomorrow, they say, make it anywhere from 2 to 4 inches. And we're supposed to get near the 80 by next week. And nothing else, really, except, oh, I've got equipment for you. What do you call a bunch of rabbits walking backwards? I don't a, receding hair, a receding hairline. That's right. Oh, now that was funny. I'm receding here. <laughs> that was pretty. Hey, Bill, okay. how's the weather in Chicago before you go? It's about 48 degrees here. It's going to be sunny, cloud up this evening, rain tonight with thunderstorms. So, otherwise, we're doing okay. Still staying in. It's worth staying in? I'll play that Bobby V song for you here in just a minute. Staying in. Of course, a lot, a lot, of, big, a lot of big stuff going on with arguments and court fights and everything else with all this going on. Well, that's not going to change. As long as there's politicians, there's going to be court fights. So, oh yeah, right. That's right. that's <laughs> not going to change. That's it's never changed in my lifetime, and it's not going to change now. I'm sure you'll be back because you'll you'll have a a new way to you'll you'll have something to contribute, Bill. I'll, I'll be here Friday. Yeah, you'll be here today <laughs> too. Yeah, I'll be here Friday because you know I figured I figured you're going to sign off Friday. That's why. Well, <laughs> you never know. It's not April Fool's yet, Bill. Right. Yeah, okay, I just. <laughs> he's yeah. making such a big mystery out of this. I was, was going to put in a joke there. Maybe he's going to say we're signing off. I don't know. You're not going to sign off. I know that. <laughs> well, all of these court cases and everything. Instead of who cheating who, it's who's suing who. Yeah, true. Right, right. And and they say now they just heard it on the I uh, had the radio on this morning that across the nation divorce rates are up like sixty percent. Yeah, if the court's open to get the divorce. Well, that's the thing. But, you know, the lawyers are getting all, you know, people ask for the papers and what should they do and what effect will it have on me? And you know, there, was, there was one on this morning. She's a big divorce lawyer here in Chicago. She says she's since April 1st, she's, she's up 60 percent. Hey, somebody's got to work. Right. Somebody's got to work. Right. Thank you, Bill. And listen on Friday right. and. 
we'll play taps or whatever we got to do, okay? So, we'll 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 keep you posted. We have three more hands. Okay. Raised. And we have we'll start with we'll start with Gail, then we've got Gary, and then we've got Pierre. Okay. All right, go ahead, Gail. Uh, I don't know what the temperature is here is yet, but uh, I do know it looks kind of overcast from what I can see. Probably like it could rain or something like that. And um, it's been in the 40s, like early in the morning, it's been cold. I've had to turn on my heat and then turn it off during the day and turn it on at night and turn it off, you know, turn, keep it where our heat is still on here. Uh, most of the, with the heat being on, most of these, a lot of these people are taking blood thinners and stuff like that. So our maintenance guy has decided to keep the heat on year round. Ooh. Man, he'd wow. be out of luck here. <laughs> crazy. To me, that's crazy. It used to be like around April or maybe the beginning of May, it would be off for the summer. But now with this, I talked to him, I asked him the other day, and he said, yeah, we're because of these people with, you know, the, the stuff they've got to take. He's keeping that on year round, at least this year. Well, it does make sense, Gail, because when I came back from Florida back in the 70s and it was really hot down there and I got back to uh, New York City where my parents had the apartment, it was really cold. And it wasn't really cold. I mean, I'm used to the cold, but because my blood had thinned out being in the heat in Florida, I felt colder than normal. So that does happen. Well, so, Gail, does that mean you can't use your air in the summer? I hope I can. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. They don't explain very much here to us. You well, know? Is it separate? Is it on a separate it's separate. Well, maybe you can then. Maybe can you, can you turn be. the heat on and off in your apartment as well? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, there's a thermostat. I can regulate it myself. So mm. when the time really comes, I can just turn off the, on my end and leave it that way. Then you should be good. You then should. I should be okay. I can, I can do that. But as far as they used to turn the heat off throughout the whole building at one time, you know, and then you, could, you couldn't... But we have, and with our air conditioners, we have a box kind of a thing where you take the cover off of it, and then you have to plug it in and that kind of thing. You know, and then you put the box back on in the winter. Uh, that kind, it's not something that's always plugged in and that kind of thing. It's a little different that way. Never know. Well, thank you, Gail. Let's Thanks. see. You'll be back, I'm sure, here during the. The course of the show, Jeff. We have more. We've hands. got Gary Keeler. We've got uh, we've got Pierre. I think it is, and we've got Ellen. So those those are, that's the order. All right. Well, then let's go, ahead, go. Gary. Austin, Texas. Here we come. How's it? Hi, everybody. Yeah. Good to good to be here. It's sixty five right now. I'm, um, we're going to be up eighty seven today, and we had some rain yesterday, and some thunder, and stuff like that. That was, uh, I guess, exciting. You know, since we're all staying home, I guess we're looking for any kind of excitement we can get, I guess. And if it's uh, raindrops, it's raindrops. Are your restaurants opened up yet? Uh, some are, some aren't. A lot of them are open for takeout or delivery, but uh, uh, they are allowed to if they so choose. But I haven't found one that uh, was. There's going to be one Friday, and after I hear the format change to uh, the rumor I heard was Hoka with industrial electronic kind of uh, music that uh, they some of the Pacifica type stations play in the middle of the night on the weekends. Hmm. That okay, was, so what, what, that what was state, the format I heard. 
What station is this changing format in your area? No, I was heard. That's what I heard. The legend, the new legend. Oh, okay. Friday. That's oh, the new legend. Oh, well, that and could be that with uh, polkas mixed in on those two things. That was the story I heard. Uh, just I read it uh, today somewhere. Right. Uh, I forget. But anyway, no. But uh, we were looking forward to being here Friday to hear the whole thing and Monday. Uh, you know, hear that too. So uh, there's so all we'll, sorts of fun stuff coming up here. So. Because we have, kind of like Jennifer's jokes, we have nothing else to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was kind of creative. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, Gary. Uh, do we have anybody else, Jeff? Oh, we've got. Do we I have? I think the, we have Pierre. It's a two two five. I think two two five. Oh yeah. There's only Go one two two five. Hey, good morning. What's up this morning? Uh, I was wanting to find out about if anybody knows anything about uh, White Cane Coffee Company. White Cane Coffee Company. Yeah, uh, it's it's a coffee thing that's supposed to be raising money for ACB, and uh, I think that uh, uh, I think the uh, number is an out. Altoona, Pennsylvania number. <laughs> Dave and Chris, have you been uh, dipping into the coffee no, market? No, we didn't have anything no. to do with that. <laughs> the only new coffee I know about, well, I haven't heard of it, it maybe it's not new, is we ordered something from Harbolt the other day, and when we got it, there were three samples of Mott's coffee. Mott's yeah. medium brew well, okay, white. But, uh, what's this called this again? This is an eight. Uh, this is an eight one four two one eight number. Well, where two one eight is? Eight one four is here, but I don't know where that exchange is. Maybe it's a cell exchange. I don't know. And what's the name of the company again? White Cane. White Cane Coffee Company. Yeah. And do they sell K-Cups or do they sell... They sell K-Cups and by the pound. By the pound. You can call them and make your order yeah. and, and yeah. fundraising for ACB? ACB. That, that's, what, that's what the person that gave me the phone number told me. They said it's an Altoona, Pennsylvania number. So that's why I thought maybe Chris and them would know. Why Are they like a coffee roaster or... I, I guess so. They said you can buy uh, beans by the uh, ground and cake cups. Well, you know, I think our crack research staff is going to have to do some research on the white king. Yeah. I think the phone number is uh, 814-218-2847, I think. Well, you know, hey, maybe they'll want to be a sponsor. But... <laughs> anyway, we have to give them a try to see what exactly they're like and what, you know, if it, hey, it may be a viable good thing, uh, you know, a, a company, you know, right. trying to generate some business. I mean, everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of folks drink coffee every morning. So they got you. And if their right. prices are fairly competitive, I mean, the way I figured, coffee, well, not all. I see them here, Pierre. I found them. You found them? I haven't had time to look at them yet, but I did find them. Where'd you find them? On the web? Uh-huh. 
Okay, well, you, you, you crack into that. Wow. And Pierre will give you more information on this company to let you know. Uh, I heard Friday now that uh, that that the legend is changing over to all Cajun all the time, right? You know, that could be. We've got a lot of Sammy Kershaw. We've got, um, <laughs> what did I do play yesterday? I played some Jimmy C. Newman. Uh, right. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, we could do that. We, we we could go all Cajun. What was that guy's name uh, that had the big the big hit in the '60s? What was his name? Doug. Um, Kershaw. Yeah, yeah. I found a phone number, Pierre. Um, this is showing eight one four two one eight two eight three seven two eight three seven. Okay, two eight three seven, and is that all you're finding about it? Well, I haven't really had time to read. Okay, so. well, we'll let you read and research so you can inform our listeners about this. Yeah, because it said it's a, it's a fundraiser for something with ACB, but the guy didn't know if it was for an affiliate or if it was, uh, you know, for ACB itself. I think I read about them on a mailing list, Pierre. I think it's for the general organization, and a certain pro- portion of the proceeds goes to ACB. Well, I, I will yeah, guarantee you this. Chris will find out for you, and she'll get to the <laughs> bottom of it. This is in Warren, Pennsylvania. Warren, Pennsylvania. Where is that at? Mm, now, that I'm not an expert uh, on. Warren is southeast. I know where Warren, Arkansas is. Yeah, me too, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? One thing here about on the show is we have no borders. We may be in Florida, Indiana, Louisiana, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Michigan. It makes Iceland. no difference. Iceland. We had somebody <laughs> listening the other night from Iceland. So we have no borders. Um, maybe maybe uh, Friday the legend will become the worldwide legend. Oh, we already are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Y'all have a nice day. Thank you, Pierre. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, All bye right. Bye. Bye. Okay, we have we have Ellen and we have Fran. Okay. And then we have Jerry again. So Okay. So let me get to Ellen. Okay. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah, good morning everybody. Um you Gail was talking about her air conditioning system and what we they turned off hours and put the air on. But our air conditioning unit was acting really weird. Um, it works too good in a sense because um, what it does when the fan is not blowing, it's still blowing out the air conditioned air. Now, it's not supposed to do that. This is the first year it's been, you know, malfunctioning like that. So we put in a um, request and we're going to follow up on this later. But you know, Something is wrong when you have to wear your jacket inside and then at night put the space heater on so one so you can sleep. Yeah, it sounds like you do have a problem there. Um, that yeah. is, is not so good. And a lot of the apartment complex, the heating is one of the last things they think about or the cooling. And it's probably done on the cheap, as cheap as possible. And... And and some are real good. 
I hope you get that resolved. Even though it would be good to be cold at night, I like to pile on blankets to sleep. For it to be cold enough, you got to have blankets on. So I can't sleep without something over me. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do we have any more callers before I yeah, get to Michael? Yeah, we have Fran in, uh, in Austin, so let me get to her. Okay. Fran, go ahead. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here. Um, it's Well, Gary's already stole my thunder about the weather here. Yesterday, it was literally thunder. We had pretty good thunderstorms, and it was raining pretty hard. Now, today, it's going to be... Um, from what I understand, a pretty nice day in the 80s, I think, we're supposed to get. So that's not too bad at all. And we're still staying in. Um, I'm, I'm restless. We're both restless. So we both want to go, you know, somewhere. But even though they've opened Austin, not too many people seem to be open, really, that are, are around here. We called a couple of restaurants to see because we thought, well, maybe we'll go out and have a meal we can you know that social distance and all that and take a lift or an uber i'm a little bit concerned about taking metro access or our capital metro because uh people are too kind of packed together um but you know our paratransit but uh i'm assuming that they're probably doing taking fewer people on you know in a van or something to to keep things a little distant. Do you but have a anyway, mask? do you have a mask, Fran? Oh yeah, I have a couple of them. So wear your so. mask. I'm not going to say it's perfect, but wear your mask, and and uh, I don't think it'll be too horrible for you at that point. Yeah, uh, I wear my mask. I don't do gloves. Gloves are kind of hard. Well, I haven't found any that are good to travel with. You know, you can't really feel what your cane's doing. A lot of times, and true, you know, that's a, you can't that's feel, a valid point. or you can't feel through it through them. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do the Michael Jackson thing and put a glove on one hand. But <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. But anyway, one of the things I was wondering about, one of the reasons I'm calling today is I um, well, two things. First of all, we're going to stimulate the economy and get iPhone SEs. We believe. And uh, so that's some news. But I'm also wondering um, what a good grill is to use. I have a rocket grill, but I'm tired of buying the bags for it. You have to buy these bags, and they keep going up in price. And I think it's because they, they're not making the rocket grill maybe anymore as, as much. So I'm looking for a good uh, accessible grill to use. You know, I think you better talk to Dave and Chris about that. You're talking about a grill you cook on, right? Of course, yeah. And this rocket grill, is it? does it use charcoal? What is it? How does it? Well, this rocket grill, it's a very interesting and um, useful thing. It's a grill that has, the, it's, it kind of stand, the plates kind of stand up on their side. And you have a parchment bag, and you put your meat, uh, you know, you season it whatever way you want. You put your meat in there, and then you hang it. There's these little holes on the bag, and you hang it on there. Um, there's little hooks in the top, and then you close it and push a button, and the grills come together. 
and they cook the food. And the nice thing about it is, because it grills in this parchment bag, all you have to do is take the bag out and throw away all the grease and all that stuff. So it's a really nice thing, especially if, you know, a lot of people have problems turning meat over or something like that. Oh, you don't yeah. have to do it with that. And um, also, um, there's no mu- there's no mess. You know, no musts, no fuss, no bother. There's, But the problem is the uh, rocket grill bags are just getting a little bit too expensive i'm tired of paying for them so i want to get something that you know and there's also the only other good bad thing about it is i can only really um grill one little one thing at a time like if i'm making hamburgers say i can grill one and i have to you know i have to grill one and i have to grill another one if i'm going to make for gary and i so i i think there might be some other options out there for you chris Foreman grill, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That, that's I, one. I'm just wondering, you know, what if anybody has any ideas about what's accessible and what's good. And well, I've heard something about an OptiGrill. Oh, and Abby was going to provide us. I have got back to her on a demo on the OptiGrill. And we, we also have a Breville grill here that Dave and Chris also have that is accessible. That you can cook several pieces of meat on it at the same time so okay wait a minute i was we'll, wondering we'll, if maybe you had any archive demos that i we could do. look at we do we do we do we do That's have a demo for you we do have demos uh of all of those grills so except for the opti grill i think but i think we'll have one of those dave chris you, you want to get one of those yeah, we have <clears throat> we have um, a demo for the outside grill, the Traeger grill, and we, we have uh, the Breville, the, the Breville grill, and the grill two George that, Foremans. And there, we've got George Foremans. I don't know if they're both archived. Yeah, uh, we we can we can provide one of those for you. Okay, well that's that's great. I will check out the archives and. So you can cook, and you can cook even four or six hamburgers at the same time. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. You guys can really eat, and you can really cook some good steaks on there, except if you got the steaks like we did the other day. Oh, well, Uh, of course, there are meat shortages right now. Yeah. They're only allowing you to buy so much meat. Oh yeah, it was is you not know, some, a good in thing. In some places, so <laughs> this steak. But whatever meat I can buy, I can grill. That's okay. true. You can grill chicken. You can grill pork chops, and you can grill hamburgers. Except you don't want to do what I did and cook one too too hard the other day. Dried it out. I made it so bad. Oh. Uh, Oh, well, we all have those days, right? <laughs> well, you know what my kids told me when I was much younger? They said, Dad, if you don't straighten up this cooking, I'm going to call the welfare department and see if we can't get some help here. So I have finally got a little better over the years. So, you had to learn to cook quickly, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to cook her out. They were going to call the welfare department on me, so... 
but yeah, we have plenty of grill stuff for you. I'll get with Gary or you get with me and we'll get you all the demos you ever wanted, okay? That is fantastic. Thank you. You're quite anything else you had on your mind before we Um, that's all I can think of right now. But you'll come back. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. will. Okay. Right. We have two more hands raised. All right. And I think we'll get Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, I wanted to uh, tell you folks where approximately where Warren, Pennsylvania is. Warren, Pennsylvania is headed toward the New York state line, like going to Buffalo. Uh, like from, uh, well, maybe Dave and Chris, you can relate to this. Like from here, where we live in Indiana, you get on Route 119, and then eventually you connect with 219, and you just head north. And... Uh, very close to the New York State line there. You said it's out near Buffalo. So is that near Erie, Pennsylvania? It, um, I'm not sure. Kind of, kind of, sort of. I think it's Erie County. Or it might be its own county, Warren County. I'm not sure. But it's, uh, it's in a radio dead zone. It's near the Allegheny National Forest is where it's near. Well, this company is going to get more publicity than it ever deserves. We're going to find out about it. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Let's see. Jeff, we almost out of hands? We have one more hand. In the, okay. And it's Gail. It's Gail. All right. All right. Go ahead, Gail. I have a question for you or a challenge for you. We, in our building, our hallway is very, very narrow. Okay. Our, our hallway is very, very narrow. Now, how in the heck would you social distance in a narrow hallway like that if you've got a bunch of people in there? Very carefully. Um, I, mean, I have some usable sight, but if I were totally blind, it would be worse. You know, and, it, <laughs> and I'm kind of nervous about it. Maybe I should. I would say you do the best you can and try to keep the distance and judge the best you can. Um, I, I mean, I don't know no other way. Gary may have an idea here. Yeah, he's got his hand raised. Okay. Let me unmute Maybe. you, Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, I walk around my building, and it's a maybe a five-year-old building, and I think the halls are maybe, I don't know, maybe eight or nine feet across, but I just kind of pay attention of uh, what's going on around me, and I slow down. And if somebody's coming toward me, I'll back up, or you know, maybe even turn sideways. And uh, you know, but uh, luckily around here, uh, there isn't a lot of traffic. So, uh, and when I've been outside, I have. Uh, you know, I'm always paying attention to who's near me when I'm walking around outside. Some of them will wander across the street to this park over here and, you know, stuff. So, uh, but it's uh, usually uh, just something you just pay attention to. It's like when you're walking down the street uh, and you're traveling in a city and you're paying attention to the traffic pattern. It's kind of just something you add to that kind of uh, skill set you do. You know? Well, unfortunately, Gail's got a little bit of serviceable uh, vision, and she might be able to just back up a little way. And yeah, you're just I, mean, gonna, I do that too. I just back up. I'll back up or whatever I need to do to be sure that I'm not in somebody's way. Yeah. And, uh, 
I mean, I was talking to the mail carrier the other day as he was putting stuff in. He was moving one way, and I was moving the same way he was, except backwards, you know. Uh, so it's a good thing there wasn't a cliff because I'd have walked off of it backwards. But anyway, uh, but so, you know, you just try to do that and use whatever skills you have or, you know, work around whatever limitations you might have. And no, you're so that's not. That's all gonna, you can do, right? And you're never going to be perfect at it. So you yeah, just exactly do what you can do and take your chances and do the best you can, do the best practices you can. That's exactly what I would say. Thank you, Gail and Gary. Do we have anybody else, Jeff? We have Ellen in uh, Albuquerque. I think okay. she has a comment. So right. let me get to her right now. Go ahead, yeah, Ellen. Yeah. Um, what I do because I also have some usable sight. Um, as far as the social distance, um, our hallways, for the most what? part, you have to do it uh, in single file, but uh, is use the use the site, and if you can hear the other person's footsteps, um, you can kind of judge that way. And then there's a part of our lobby that's wide enough that if you go along one side and if there's another person there you just uh just use one side of the lobby and then the other person uses the other one and then um so and then if that area is kind of narrow go past the other person as fast as you can that way you're not you don't have to worry about it so much but that those are my tips well thank you i really appreciate that yeah, right. no problem. All right, Jeff, we have any more? Yeah, we have Fran who raised her hand okay. again. Go ahead, Fran. I'm back. Anyway, um, yeah, as Gary was saying, we live in a, a building that has kind of narrow hallways, and we pay attention to who's around us, and I think that's a good idea, but it's also, and it, it may sound mean, but, you know, um, other people have the usable site. If they want to stay away from me, they're more able to do that than I am. And that's a valid point, too. You know, I mean, even uh, even though, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do our best to, you know, to do it ourselves and make sure that people aren't, because, uh, you know, make sure that people aren't, we're not making people uncomfortable or, or getting ourselves in, the, in harm's way. But another thing, too, is if you, you know, we usually wear masks and, um, you know, I'm not mm. sure how effective they are, but it's better than nothing. And um, I think, is you know, you can't always stay six feet apart. It's just impossible. Like if you ride in somebody's car, you're not six feet from them. You can sit in the back seat and they can sit in the front, but you're not six feet and I want to know, you know, okay, how do you know if you're exactly, you know, who's carrying around sticks saying, okay, this is a six-foot stick. I'll put this here and see if we're making, you know. Well, what, what know. do you do if you're a blind person and you're out and you might need, let's say you went to a doctor's office or you went someplace. What do you do if you need assistance? Maybe. That's the thing that I'm concerned about. That's one of the things that I'm concerned about. Um, 
I know if I go to a grocery store, and I haven't done it yet, but if I go to a grocery store, I, you know, I can hold on to one side of the cart. I'm not sure if that's exactly six feet, but we're not having contact, and I'll have a mask on. But, yeah, there's always a time, you know, no matter how good you are at mobility or whatever, and I'm not, I don't have the best mobility in the world, nor do I have the worst, but I do need an arm once in a while. And I'm afraid that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, people are not going to be as likely to do that. But, you know, so far I haven't had any problem, but I've gone with people I know if I've gone anywhere. I've gone very few places. But um, since they know that we've been pretty much staying home, they, you know, don't concern themselves too much with it. And I, you know, hold their... You know, usually if I'm holding onto their arm, I'm not holding onto their skin. I'm holding onto a shirt or something, you know, or something that they're wearing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I hope that that's not going to be a problem, but who knows? And, you know, we don't know Brand, what. I was in the supermarket with my stepdaughter last week, and I had one end of the cart, and she had the other end of the cart, and that was that was fine. I didn't have a problem with the, with the grocery store, and they didn't have a problem with it, so... Uh, that that seemed to work. I'm not saying it's perfect, but that seemed to work. Oh I yeah. Think, I think that David Meyer might have an answer for you since his hand is raised. So maybe we'll. Uh, okay. I have a feeling okay. he probably has an answer for you. Go ahead, David. Okay, I'm not sure that. Okay, I'm not sure that uh, I have a. I'm not sure that I have a really great answer. I'm actually addressing Bill's point as much as anything. But if you're in something like, say, a doctor's office, et cetera, et cetera, and you're concerned about the six-foot social distance rule, um, carry on, whoever is assisting you, have them walk in front of you, and while you're following them, carry on a conversation with them, and uh, that way you're able to follow or know where they are. They should know where you are, and... Um, Unless there's something really major, uh, it would seem to be workable. Yeah, I, th I think that might be workable. But some people's, Dave, some people's mobility skills are such as maybe their hearing is not quite as attuned. And even that poses a problem for them. You know, and sometimes you just have to break the rule. Um and you you might have to hold on to an arm, especially if it's in a crowded waiting room or, you know, different hallways or whatever. You know, ideally, I believe that conversation way that you mentioned would work. But I think there are some people that it's just not going to work, especially if you have an older person maybe with balance issues or whatever it i'm not saying it wouldn't work in most cases but i think you just have to take each case individually and and hope for the best and hope that your way actually would work well i mean i don't know i don't know if there's really any any real solution everyone is so scared now with this whole thing now that it's very tough so i happen to be lucky that the store that i was in built did not give me a hard time but I've heard of other visually impaired people going to a store and wanting some help, and the people in the store were afraid to give them the help, even well, though they had their masks on. So it, getting help in, in a store in the best of times is problematic. That's the problem. You're right. It's very problematic. You know what I mean? 
I don't think I'd want to go to a doctor's office that was afraid to let you touch them or touch you to help you. I might be finding a different doctor. We went to do blood work um, last week, and we actually got all the help we needed, so I guess we were lucky, but we did. Well, now Jenny's got her calls going. Um, I thought it was my phone. I I thought it was my phone, too. Um, Let me ask you guys a question about doctor's offices, because we've got a little extra time because we're doing a Ask Chris and Dave segment today. But what do you think of a doctor's office where you call them and there's nobody to answer the phone. So if you want to make an appointment, cancel an appointment, there's nobody to talk to. You just have to leave a voicemail. Are all doctor's offices that way? Can anybody answer that question for me? Are all of them that way? It's getting that way more and more. Yeah. Uh, what about the, Here's the other thing that they're... Let me ask you a question, Chris. Have you had to do this yet? Uh the, the doctor's office that I have, you, they want you to do this thing called telehealth. And they give you a link and, it, it, and you use your iPhone or if you have a webcam on your computer, you can do that. And you can, you, can, uh, you can see your doctor virtually. Have you had to do that yet, Chris or Dave? We have in- done that and it worked extremely well. A matter of fact, we actually like the doctor better when he was on telehealth than we do when we see him in person. <laughs> <laughs> and did they did they just have to tell you how to focus the phone, like uh, move it left, right, up or down? Is that no, what they did? not really. This was pretty much like FaceTime. He wasn't really looking at anything in particular. This was like FaceTime. It was through our UPMC app, and it works really well. Um, we have the same kind of app with St. Peter's uh, Albany Prime Care Physicians, and I and my doctor called me personally. He said, well, I have a few blind people, and I'm not sure what to do. So I said, well, why don't we schedule a FaceTime call? And, and, he, and he called me, and he says, yeah, you're doing okay. Just move the phone just a little to the left, and there you go, and, and it worked fine, and there was no problems. I, so that's why I asked you guys. Well, I think oh, – Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, I think it's kind of interesting for me, uh, my health care provider – uh, made a big point about how testing is now available for the coronavirus and uh, then I read further into the email and there's only one location and it's about oh, 20 or 25 miles from me so <laughs> well I, I kind of figured Tim if I don't have it I'm not going to I'm, I'm not going to test it test it unless I have symptoms at this point I'm not, you I'm know, not doing it that's the way I feel too but 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 I I raise a valid concern about the the phone. How do you contact your doctor's office? And you're, you're just speaking to a machine, or there's never anybody to talk to, never, even under the best of times. And or this particular doctor's office, if you they need to see your test results for your off your phone for your. You can't even share with them via email. There's no, there's nothing like that. And so it makes it a little difficult. Jeff, there might be a couple raised hands. I don't know. Yes, we know. do. We have Gail and we have, we have, okay. Oh, we have Gail and, and, and Jerry. So let me get to Gail, then we'll get to Jerry. And I think David has his hand raised as well. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to be 
getting some virtual, some counseling because of this whole thing, the whole, you know, staying in and this kind of thing. It's just kind of, um, I'm getting some uh, psychological counseling, counseling because of it. And they're using some of this telehealth. I've, well, they're going to use the phone at first, but then if they use this telehealth, I've heard this thing is not accessible with speech. That's not necessarily true uh, at all. I had a friend who went through that, and she had to have someone from Computer Repair Unlimited go in with her, you know, and help her with that because it was not accessible. She well, first of all, do you have a webcam on your computer, Gail, that you know oh, yeah. of? Okay, so that it may not be a problem for you because you can't use telehealth that way. And right. You, well, kinda, and, and she doesn't either, and she doesn't either. Well, see... <laughs> You know, when people say something's inaccessible, okay, why is it inaccessible? Well, if you don't have a camera, you're not going to use telehealth on your computer because they can't see you anyway. Now, if it's just picking up the phone, right, it's not the computer that's inaccessible. It's the fact that you don't have a camera on your computer unless you have a laptop. Now, you can get... You can get a very reasonably priced camera for your desktop computer if you so choose to. But at least if we say something's not accessible, there has to be a reason maybe why. It's not because of JAWS. It's not because of NVDA. It's because, you know, if you don't have the equipment, well, nothing's going to work, that, unfortunately. That solves my problem. That solves, I was just kind of curious about all that. Right. That, that, but. And I might be able to let her know that, too. That right. In, in your particular case, unless the particular counselor has a hang-up talking to you one-on-one -on, -one on the phone, I mean, that, that gets right that, down to it, you know, unless they physically. Problem. I was just kind of curious about. Right. Right, but at least... I wasn't saying accessibility as far as NVDA, JAWS... No, no, no. It has nothing to do with your... Comp you can have the finest computer in the world. If you don't have a camera, you're out of luck. Thanks a lot. For All right. And, and Gail, let me just say something. You are not the only one who's having a problem with being under, war under quarantine. And, and, I, and, I, and I do feel for you because it, it, it is trying under the best of circumstances. And we... But I, but you will. I mean, as much as you may think it's horrible right now, it is horrible. I mean, for everyone, because I don't like staying in you. But you will, you will, you will get better. You will. This will end at some point, and, yeah. and there will be an ending to this. Right. Wonder two and two is five. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Gil. Don't forget the app. Two and two is five. And there, you, there you go. Well, good luck, Gail. <laughs> Then we have Dave Meyer and okay. we have Jerry and we have Jerry. Let me okay. get to Dave first. Uh, let me okay. get to Jerry first. I'm sorry, I'm getting him in order here. And we'll get to Dave. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, and our doctor's office, it depends. Sometimes we get voicemail, sometimes we get them live, but they usually call us back within a couple of hours. And doctors here in Indiana through our hospital, which is called Indiana Regional Medical Center, um, you can uh, you can do your doctor's appointment by phone by dialing a toll free number that they have. Oh, that's, that's good too, Jerry. That sounds very very good. Um, you know, it it's just different ways, and maybe it's a, a sign of the times and the way things go. I don't know. 
Well, at okay. least you get scheduled for the appointment. Some right, they've dumped you out twice. <laughs> yeah, an appointment we cannot keep, I don't think. All right, we got more hands. We got three Thank more you. hands left here. Okay. And let me let me get to the ones we haven't heard from first, and then we let's get to Beth Mullen, and then we'll and get we, to Julie McCullough, and then we'll get to you, Dave. Go ahead, Beth. Go ahead, Beth. Um, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Right you're on. Beth. Oh, okay. I wanted to let um, you all of you know, Miss Gale, talking about the the camera and all that. You guys talking about that. I'm going to see about getting that. I don't know for sure. I'm sure our computer people could give us a good price on those, and maybe they even sell them. It's hard to say. But I want to see about getting that myself because at least if, if they're able to help me for a little while to get into the central, I mean the central, yeah, right, telehealth services. I feel like I'm out of it this morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> if they can do it for a couple of weeks because I do virtual counseling, counseling right now too. Then I'm thinking that after that, once I get the camera or my computer, everything should work out okay. So you do your virtual counseling by phone, Beth? Is that how that works? I have done it by phone most of the time. But last week for the first time, with the help of one of the people at our computer repair office, he I was able to get into the telehealth service, and it worked beautifully. I felt like I was in the same room with her, just like I feel like I am with all of you right now. Yeah. And it worked out just beautifully. Well, they all work. It's in the cameras are reasonably priced that they they can put it on your monitor, put it on for you, and that won't be no big deal. It's just they're naturally built into laptops and desktops. There, yes. th- that that's wasn't done that way, but at least it can be reasonably done, and you can accomplish the goal you want without. And has nothing to do with your screen reader. That's right. So, but I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm. At least I know what's happening. Gail just called me a little bit ago too. I've got her on, on, on my phone right now too. So she wanted to make sure that I knew about this. <laughs> right. Well, at least that'll get you started. No, it's okay. She just wanted if she took me away from anything, and I told her she didn't. So that's okay. No, no, you're good. And Beth, I'm going to say the same thing to you that I said to Gail. I know that you guys think it's horrible right now, and it is, but you guys will get through this, and you will be okay, I promise you. It comes under the heading of this too shall pass. (laughs) You got it. Right. And could I tell you you about the legend real quick? I mean, about the format? Yeah. Could I tell you a couple of them that I was thinking of kind of humorously? Either all, um, all... um, station ID jingles all the time, or all the DJs on the legend singing all the time. Well, we could get the we could get the listener count down to zero or one or two real yeah. quick if we started that. And they go negative. Uh-oh. Yeah, can listeners go negative? Yeah, that that's what would happen if we did that. I, I think resist it. I, I think the polka might even do better. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> all songs playing backwards all the time too. Well, that we true. That was too. like the side two of the coming to take me away. We know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming. I heard that laugh, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got Julie McCullough, and we've got Sharon Clug, and then we've got Bill. So I'm gonna. 
And we got uh, Dave, too, I think. Maybe. Uh, Dave Meyer. So let me get to the ones we haven't okay. heard from first, and then we'll get to that. So, All right. Julie, go ahead, Julie. Yes, thank you. Um, our doctor's office says that the office is unavailable. You know, that's rather disconcerting. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you need a prescription or... Yes, yes. And you think, okay, what's wrong? Are they having technical difficulties or why is a doctor's office unavailable? I think that's a very poor way to put it. Yeah. They like, could change the message instead of having it say something like that. In Topeka, can you go to the doctor's office now? Are they reopened or um, are they still closed down? My roommate and I both went this week. Did you? And, and because she lives in the same house with me, you know, she took, uh, took me back there when it was time. And in fact, I just had her be back there with me. Um, so... Uh, so that so that worked out okay because they knew we are in the same household. So uh, you know you can't stay too far apart if you're in, in the same house anyway. So uh, so yeah. Now I, I'd like to ask a question: If you would get a desktop now, are cameras built into the ones that you get now or not? Usually no. Okay. Usually not on desktops. Not on desktops. However, you when you buy your desktop if you go for a desktop that's just part of it they'll put one in for you it's not a big thing i mean it's usb or whatever the case may be it just plugs in and they have it turned on and it's okay. not a big thing it goes on your monitor or whatever so we're not talking about technical surgery here or anything that's you know real real complicated yeah, but that may kind of, because I think Virginia might be in the market for a computer um, for us, and that might kind of determine what we might decide to get. But but she wants a screen that she can see well enough. So, um, but that's something we need to kind of keep in mind while we're looking. Right. Just... Um, also, I'd like to ask you, sure. I know that you cannot, it, you could not see everything to host a meeting on your iPhone with Zoom. Could you use a tablet to do it, or would that be the same issue? I, I well, you know, I, I'm not going to say that it cannot be done on a phone um, or a tablet. I mean, you know, a tablet, you've got an ability to have a keyboard maybe, and maybe it would be a little easier. I don't know, Jenny, you're using a tablet right now. I don't. I mean, you could start a meeting easy enough on a tablet. I, uh, you couldn't get real advanced, maybe. Um, but but I'm sure it's done all the time. And, you know, of course, a lot of people that do these have laptops or they... But I don't see any reason why you couldn't do a Zoom meeting. I like the Zoom on the desktop or the laptop because I've got an additional scripts and... There's things that we can do that might not be as possible, you know, w with the tablet. But, you know, if you had to, you could. Well, and my tablet is a is a Braille Note Touch. So I don't know if I could do those things with that particular tablet. <laughs> I don't know. You, you said Touch Braille. Touch Plus, I know you can. 
You can run Zoom on it. Yeah. Oh, but how old is how old is your how old is your note is your tablet, uh, Julie? Uh, what? How old is it? Um, I've had it for I think a couple of years. Right. Did you did you get the touch or the? She has the touch, I think. I don't think you have the yeah. plus, do you, Julie? The new. I don't think so. What is the difference between the touch and the plus? Processor. Well, the touch has. They they both have screens, but. The plus is just a newer model, the upgrade that they did about a year or so ago. And I a, see. A much much better version of Android than the touch, but right. but but you could do the basic thing. You could get in a meeting and. And and do the things, but we'll have to try well, that and see what happens. Touch can, but I know the plus can. Yeah, I see. Okay, all right, all right. Thank you. Let us know if you have any questions about the desktops or the cameras and the things like that. All right, thank you. Thank you, Julie. Oh, we have a call. Okay, and we have Sharon Clug as well. She has been oh. waiting for a while. I will right, we'll get I'm Sharon sorry. and then we'll Let's, do the call. Or are you going to do? Okay, Sharon, go ahead. Good morning, everyone. Um, I just wanted—I was wanting to ask, uh, uh, tell Julie that some of our Sunday school class do their um, Zoom on a tablet, and I think they can only see who's talking, but I'm not sure. Um, I wanted to say that, you know, about about that, and. Um, we went to the dentist yesterday, and um, they were real nice about helping us, you know, and um, taking us. They didn't seem to have a, any problem taking us, you know, or anything like that. And when we call our doctor's office, sometimes we get somebody, but sometimes we don't, and they call us back right away if they need it, you know, they if they need to talk to us. So... But, um, and I haven't got my stimulus check either, so I forget who it was, hadn't got his, but. It was Gary, I think, maybe. I think it was Gary. It was Gary. It was Gary. Yeah, they hadn't gotten. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't got mine either, so. <laughs> well, we better, do you think I better crank up my number to, to, to Congress and the White House and see if we can't get that check sped up for you just a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm <laughs> the reason the reason you didn't get it, Sharon, is it came to me. I'm sorry about that. Oh uh, man. You gotta watch Jeff. Send me my check. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kidding around with you, Sharon. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I I have no idea what the rhyme or reason. I know the IRS sends them out and they went to your bank account and who filed this and maybe if you didn't file a tax return then they went off of social security records and some are slower than others and I have no idea but I know yeah. there was a lot of checks that had to be sent out so yeah but, but a lot of times they come out on between Wednesdays and Saturdays so you should have your check Soon. I hope I get it tomorrow because I'm going to have to have some dental work. And, and they said they can't do any cleaning or anything like that till June. Only emergency stuff, I think, now. But we'll get our cleaning and stuff in June. So. Well, that's good. And I hope you get your check real soon. Me too. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Everybody have a great day. I'm going to have to leave in just a little bit because I got to get Woody's haircut. All he right. Looks pretty ragged right now. He's a he's a standard poodle and he looks pretty ragged. <laughs> there you go. Well, good luck on that. Thank you. Bye bye. Y'all have a good day. You too. Okay, Tim, go for it. Bill and everybody on the coffee club. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. And I just wanted to say I have a philosophy that I hope will help everybody get through this. Every day we wake up, every day we live is one day closer when all of this will end. And that's the best way I think to think about it. And Gail, my prayers are with you and Jeff, everybody out there, because this is hard. Now I have a question. <laughs> As you all know, I'm not the most technologically intelligent person. We've been using Zoom for various things in my church. And also the other day I got on a local national day of prayer. Well, that was a big mistake. Um, this pastor of another church, I'm not going to say his name, said, well, all I can see is your eyes and your hair. And I said, well, sir, I'm very sorry, I can't see. Well, I put the phone like in front of my face, which I thought was right. So when you, they want to see your whole face, where do you actually put the phone? And if that's a stupid question, I apologize. <laughs> but it's got me very frustrated. I just turn the video off anymore on Zoom because I'm totally frustrated with it. <laughs> but anyway... Thank you very much, and this program always helps me a lot. Bye bye. Well, first of all, Debbie, I you you the the person who is complaining because they can't see something. Maybe it's their responsibility to to give you a little bit of assistance. It's more it's more of his problem than it was your problem. If he needs to tell you to put your camera to the right, to the left, to tilt it a certain way, then he needs to be patient enough to be able to do that. And did you say he was a minister? So, yeah, she said he was a pastor. Well, one thing we have found on the FaceTime type stuff, which I'm assuming this would be using the front camera, if you hold your phone up about level with your face and... Don't hold it too close. Hold it about six, seven inches away, maybe eight. They should be able to see you fine. And like I said, try that. It's hard for someone who's never seen to imagine what that's like or where maybe the proper distancing is. Think about the width of a sheet of paper. Yeah. And... You do the best you can. And like I said, if it's, they've got a problem with it, it's their problem. That's it. All right. Or uh, ask them. Just say, well, can you tell me what you're seeing exactly? Right. Yeah, and you I, might I, know what to do. I, I did it with my sister because she said, well, I want to see what the, what your mask looks like. And I put, it on, I put it on. I said, well, here's my phone. And I did exactly what Chris did. And she says, that's pretty good. Just move it just a slightly to the left. And, and it worked out perfectly. So Right. So, so you know... Patience, patience, patience. And like I said, pastor, patience. Maybe they don't always go together, but patience. 
Who's next, Jeff? Okay, we have someone in, uh, I know you're always good at the numbers, 816 area code. There's our Kansas City area. That's what I thought. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want you, you guys were talking about um, doctor's offices. I do mine through an app. Right. Okay, what app, what app is that, Pam? Uh, St. Luke's KC. Well, it's I... Their, yeah. It's their medical app. And, and I think these are standard across the country. I think, you know, one's made for the other, the except, yeah. you know, it's unique for for your particular area. But you're able to, to do that okay, Pam? Yeah, it's really uh, um, accessible. That's good. And are you feeling any better? A little, yeah. Yeah? Well... Yeah, I'm doing all right. Well, they'll get your meds under control and have you back here in no time. Yeah, my meds, they're, they're getting there. Well, you, I've, got my, I've got my script and I'm working with it. Well, you do the best you can and you know we're here for you. I appreciate it. Of course, you may not like it after Friday when we change formats, but we'll... <laughs> Oh, no. No, but Pam likes polkas, don't you, She Pam? likes polka, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah can, I, I can do... I can do... You can do I polka. can do polkas. She can dance. She can yeah, do... Yeah, we'll play nothing but air checks at WHB from the 1960s, Pam. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Thanks, and good luck, Pam. All right, Jeff, you're going to get tired. Your elbow's going to yeah, get tired. Yeah, my... my, my my head's getting tired. Let's get to the people. I know they've been waiting a while. We've okay. got Bill in Chicago, and then we'll get Joe in, El- in uh, Albuquerque. Okay. And then we got a few more as well. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, according with the doctor's thing, uh, like Pam was saying, I do mine with Northwestern. And my doctor, I can get him on the phone if I need. But I can do him through text message. I can do him through Facebook. I can get him through emails. I can get him on my chart. Or I can get him on the phone. Either way, I got all kinds of ways to contact him. And I've never done Facebook with him. I got an appointment next month. I don't know what's going to happen. I've never done the tele the um, tell the doctor yet. But I have to see if he wants to do that. How he does that. But I have really no trouble getting my doctor anytime I want him. Well, that's good. I'm glad that your doctor right. is accessible. Well, it's with Northwestern. I think it's, it's Northwestern Medical. I think the whole thing is accessible. That right. Way. Well, no, that's yeah. good too. You know, right, right, and also on uh, as far as like a gale and them, you know, they're using getting counseling and that. That's good, but if you're able to get outside, just get outside and walk up and down the block. Yeah. Don't stay in your don't stay in your apartment the whole time or in your building. I mean, just put your mask on and walk outside. You can only walk down the street and back. You're still getting outside and getting the change of the atmosphere or something. I meant get yourself, you know. So like here, I'm stuck in my house naturally, but I've got a yard. I mean, I go out yesterday. I was outside, edging the sidewalk. Of course, you didn't do that. Yeah. But edging the sidewalk. Do just get out and do stuff, man. Don't just sit in the apartment and say, "Oh, I can't go anywhere. I can't." Go. You can still walk outside and walk up and down the street. Well, it depends upon your area. Some areas are not conducive for that. But if you can get outside, it's just yeah. If you can get out. If you can get out, walk right, up and down, or just, just, or just get out and 
go outside and stand outside or something for a while. Just just get out and get in different different uh, atmosphere or different different surroundings. Sure, good. And I, and as far as Pam's on there, I'm no doctor, Pam, but go online and check those medications out. The way it sounds to me, you're getting a lot of counterindications of medication. One's working against the other one. I mean, just the way you sound. But she's doing much better than she was. So. Okay, well, I mean, that's get yeah. online and read the counterindications, all those medications. Yeah. Because it sounds like she's getting medicine, medications mixed up because. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, know her condition, so I would only be speculation. On my part. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Jeff, anybody else? <laughs> we have so many. Every, we got Dave. We've okay. got Joe and the Albuquerque. Let's get Dave. We got Dave heard, Dave's only been right. on once, so let's let's get Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. Okay. I'm, I know I'm a bit inflexible about this, Bill, um, but I think we have the right to be a bit inflexible. Unless you are under an HMO where you're restricted to a particular doctor, mm-hmm. if they don't make themselves accessible in some way, and you have to trust that a secretary will log an appointment from a machine or from a voicemail, I would I would only consider one action, and that would be to change doctors. Now, Dave, I'm with you one thousand percent because i believe in this day and age that's really not acceptable now jennifer might disagree with me a little bit but i'm 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 kind of leaning more towards your your way of thinking dave because my my wife takes this whole virtual thing a step further um and her uh, she she goes in for some uh uh, chemo treatments and and some conferencing once in a while, and her thing was, um, now with chemo treatments they would see her face to face anyway. But her thing is, I am not going to, I'm not going to pay uh, the same price for a virtual meeting as I pay for a face to face meeting, because I'm being cheated. So I simply won't participate in one. Well, under these circumstances, Dave, you really don't necessarily have a choice. Our in our area, our health plans are saying that if you have to do a virtual visit, they're not charging you for the virtual visit. They're not charging the copays, or at least around here. They are here. Well, I, I do understand, but if that doctor's office is not open to the public like we had, then maybe a virtual visit is your only option and if you need some meds refilled if that's what it takes to get my meds refilled or something done then i would do a virtual visit now a virtual visit of course is not going to work in all cases like you just described with the chemotherapy or the things that just have to be done but under certain circumstances I know a person who lives with us. She has to travel all the way across town for counseling 15, 20, 25 miles away. And it's quite a hardship. A virtual visit would be perfect for her. There's no reason for her to have to travel and take almost two hours each way 
to go to the doctor's office. To me, it makes more sense in a counseling situation that that couldn't be done. I don't see any reason why that wouldn't be more practical. I think I would actually agree with you on that one, Bill. I don't th- I don't see where I don't see where face to face visit would really enhance a counseling appointment in any way. Um, now maybe the counselor who is cited has a need to see us, and I even I even question that. But uh, who am I? I've been blind all my life, so I can't really address it from a sighted therapist's perspective. But, um, um, yeah, I think in a case of, say, psychological counseling, I would not have a problem with virtual. Uh, But if there's something that involves anything having to do with physical, anything having to do with most doctor's appointments, uh, most, most medical appointments actually demand a certain amount of hands-on and unless I can get the hands-on I'm not going to pay the full price right well a lot of times uh, when I go to the doctor's office they don't even do hands-on anymore you have no hands put on you at all Jennifer does the doctor put the hands on you just the nurse when they take your blood Blood pressure but not the doctor they used to be there but the doctor no no actually we reported our or Dave's because it was his appointment with the endocrinologist we reported that to him because we did it before they called because we had the ability to do it but the doctor I will say spent as much time with us on the virtual visit as he spends in the office with us and I actually have no problem with it and I have no problem with the copay but well, I don't he, even have a problem with virtual necessarily or even being able to do your send them in text or do whatever but if you still don't get a response like the place bill was with before i said i don't know how many notes to them to get his prescription filled and it was still a month or more before they filled it well yeah that's that's virtual or not that didn't have anything to do yeah you're right dave um but i think the virtual visits Unfortunately, Dave, and I, and I know that you're not going to, I'm going to like to hear this because I and I I'm, I certainly understand that uh, th- this is going to be the new norm for a while. So this is what something that we're all going to have to deal with at some point. I for most things, it probably works out just as well because most of the time you're just going so that they'll refill your prescriptions unless there's something seriously wrong with you. Well, the other thing is. Uh, how do you do lab work? Well, I can go to I can go to the, my doctor's office if they're open, and have them draw my blood because they the lab is right there. And then uh, I, I then he then the next day he can look at the lab results and then I can have my virtual visit with him, and he already has my lab results. So I mean that's uh, it's a little inconvenient having to do that, but uh, hey, this is what that you got to do. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, that does. Anything else, Dave? That's very interesting point you made. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the input. Okay, Jeff, we have any... Uh, Okay, I'm sorry, Bill. We have Joe, I'm just going to say, and we have Julie, and we have Gary, and we have Fran. Okay. Let me get to you, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, thank you for being unmuted. Anyway, just a little bit of fun. 
I know the legend is going to go 24-7, Dr. Demento. The doctor will be in, and if you don't want virtual, he will, he will be glad to do the lab work. Mostly doctors don't do that. That's true, hands-on techs and other stuff. But he will like to draw your blood. Hello, everyone. I am Dracula, Dr. Dracula, here on The Legend. Well, what is that? What is that uh, channel I heard on the radio? Doctor's House Call or whatever. It, it sounds as good as those people that call in. You remember um, back in the 80s, 90s, Dr. Joy Brown and Dr. Laura and Dr. Ruth and all those people. You know what I mean? Um, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, where they call in and they tell them their problems in 30 seconds. She's got an answer for them. Um, I think I like what Dr. Laura said. She said one day I heard her on a call, and she says, I can't be your therapist and, give you, and cure you in a 10-minute call, uh, but I can, I can guide you in the right direction, but it's up to you to get the, the necessary therapy you may need after that. Right. Pretty good one. All right. All right. Who's next? We have Julie McCullough out in uh, Topeka. Go ahead, Julie. Yes. Um, you know, about the camera and Zoom, I've had lots of trouble with that. But I and I would try to kind of test the front camera with my face. And for a while, I might get my face OK. And then all of a sudden, and I felt like I hadn't moved at all. It would say zero people. And um, but my roommate came up with a little thing, just something we had around the house. It's uh a hanger thing that you would put a plate stand in and we put that up it's a plate stand and um and we put it on the desk and i put my phone in it and that helps considerably um and i am very sorry that your pastor was that kind of impatient and awful about that um i know i've probably had a couple people whisper in sunday school and i've heard my name mentioned so uh, because for a while they were getting lots of pictures of the ceiling and maybe my head and I don't know, just different. I'm sure they got a great look at my ceiling, but um, even though I was trying to hold the camera right and if I thought I wasn't, then I'd try to move it to do better and probably did worse. But, um, you know, it's just hard to know because once you're well, in Zoom, you can't tell anything anymore. Uh, one advantage you have with your iPhone is you can, in those Zoom meetings, you can turn the video off. Well, yeah, just... you can. But I try to I try to turn it on for them because they all like to see each other and they like and they want to see, you know. I mean, I I turn it on for them even though they're not getting getting actually always to see me. But this stand thing has worked well on the desk for my phone. That's a very good idea on your roommate's part, too, by the way. Yes, it is. Thank that, you. That's a, that's a good idea. And also, also, I want to say, you know, I think I would have had a really hard time handling this virus when I was younger. But, um, and I am blessed because I do have Virginia here with me. And occasionally we take another friend to doctor's appointments and things like that. And we usually stop at a drive-through, or if it's a nice day, we might have a picnic outside on some benches or something. But um, so we, you know, that gets us out a little bit. 
But also, you know, I, I think there's something wrong with me for the other reason, because there was one day where I wanted to get out and go someplace. And Virginia just said, well, you know, we can't get out and go every day. And I I did something else and, and was OK with that. But I think I'm getting a little too content just to stick around home. Uh, but um, so that's kind of an, another kind of issue. And I'm not, you know, I'm not living in fear, but I guess I think about it this way. Since we don't really know if we're carriers or not, um, and we didn't have masks for a while, but since we do, if I go out, I wear it unless I'm eating. Um, because I would feel awful if unknowingly I passed it on to somebody. And so I kind of think about, you know, if I stay in more, I'm protecting the lives of people so that I can see them again when we get back together. True. And so you're taking the right approach to it. It This is the new norm. It's hard for all of us. I know yes. Jenny talked to her mother the other day and she was reluctant to go to her son's house because she didn't know all who was going to be there and if they were going to be safe. So it's 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 the new norm and we might as well get used to it. But we will adjust. We're very adaptable people. We we tend to rise and we do what we have to do. And this is new for all of us. It's just like we're looking for an airlines to go home and it's hard to find one and we just don't want to jump on anything or you know you know we want to be very careful about it we're safe here we're comfortable it's what it is so but we all just have to adjust and we will and another thing that I do, I don't do it quite every day now like I should, but I try to call or email somebody every day to check on them and make sure they're doing okay. That's a great idea. If you just reach out to one friend, just one person. You know, just not to somebody every day. Sometimes it's several. Sometimes some days I don't get it done, but I, but I try to do that. And I'm also trying to figure out more things on my technology i mean i'm still procrastinating and not getting things done i need to do but but you know i'm kind of trying to get better on typing on my iphone even though i have a tablet and i don't type on my iphone very much anymore and i actually looked at at emojis to send in some of my emails i don't know if i placed them correctly but um at least i've been kind of trying to do it i never even looked to see what they were and there's all kinds of them well that's good but keep reaching out to those friends keep practicing your technology and you will not go wrong and do it at your own pace there's nobody that's pushing you you're Paycheck doesn't depend upon it, and your next meal doesn't depend upon it. So you do That's the right. best you can. That's right. Thank you. All right. Let's see. Do I hear? Did you just lower Fran's hand? Fran's hand is lower, but Gary's hand is not. So we okay. can get to Gary. All right. Let's Hold go on. back to Austin, Texas. All right. Let's see here. Uh, go ahead, Gary. Yeah, well, just a quick Side note, Dr. Demento is uh, how Fran and I became a couple, actually, way back in the early uh, 2000s. But um, uh, luckily, I'm able to to 
go outside, uh, we have a courtyard that, as luck would have it, is naturally socially distanced. I mean, it was the, everything's far away from everything uh, there. The doors are far away from the picnic areas, and they're uh, far away from the other side. So, or not picnic, but little table seating areas. So, uh, but I will sometimes go out there. I can bounce my Wi-Fi from there. It's great. I mean, if it, and it's a lot of breeze, you know, breeze in the evening or early morning. And it's just good to step out of the house, even though it's not really where I want to go, which is somewhere, <laughs> you know. But uh, um, talking about uh, camera placement and things, uh, one thing, one way you can learn to do it is to play with some of these apps like Seeing AI and, uh, you know, Voice Dream uh, Scanner and some of these. You can kind of play with how to uh, place your, your camera. That's a that's a good idea too, and we're naturally just not going to be good at it. You know, the other thing yeah, that I, I would urge you anybody to do that has an iPhone or an Android, and I realize not everybody has one, and I'll I'll say this quick: sign up for a free Ira account at, um, and go to Ira. Go to the website. You get. You get five-minute free calls anytime you want every day. And they, when you call in there, they will show you how to position your phone, and they're very patient about it. So that's a good practice or something to do. Plus, you can get things done. Maybe you get a little mail read. Maybe you can get a task done on your computer or find something or read something or know what a bottle is. Try out that. You can probably switch your camera to the front facing, and they could probably help you learn to aim it if you were having a lot of trouble. Right. And those are free five-minute calls. Free. That seems to be a big word on here. Jeff really loves free. I don't know anyone that doesn't. Jeff loves free, and he gets excited when he hears free. So um, that. And, Chris, we are going to come to you in just a moment. And do your recipe. So I'll get. Uh, do we have any other calls? No, we're, we're clear. We're for good. Now. We're good. We're good. I want to mention two quick notes for updates. If you are a Facebook user and I know people. Oh, my God. Facebook. Well, they've just updated and made it way more accessible on your computer. Or I guess even, you know, you can go on your computer and type in Facebook.com. And I think you're going to find that it's a lot more accessible, especially for people with partial sight. But they say it's supposed to be really, really accessible now. So give that a try. The other app I'm going to tell you about is an app for your iPhone. And Tim, you may have to help me get it. It's called Radio Talking Book. And it's from the Minnesota Reading Service. And you can put that on your iPhone and you can listen to programs. And it, it's just real nice. And read books. And I think it's going to get better when, when things open up there in Minnesota. But, Tim, that's a great app that I heard about and installed on my iPhone for free. It's also available using um, Amazon devices and um, Google Home or whatever. 
Um, and I think you just go or ask um, the A lady to to enable radio talking book. I believe that's the way you do it. And it, it and, is a great, great little app. If we had more time, I would demo it. But there's really not much to it. There's a play pause button. And then there's a button on there that lets you tap on it that you can pick out programs the day the different days of the week and you can listen to the recorded program for that particular date on an archive so it's yeah a, and i i believe they archive for one week right great That's right. great great stuff kudos to um the reading service there in minneapolis and i think that'll be a whole nother discussion one week Radio reading services, are they still relevant? Do people still use them? Um, so we'll be talking about that. Well, let's see what time the... Chris, you want to... You wanna, do we need any... Oh, I guess those are the only two other things. Anybody else before we tumble over to Chris and she does her recipes? Well, let's let her do a recipe. How about that, Chris? Well, today we're going to feature two people known to the legend. These are their recipes. The first one is Jackie's from Clearfield. We refer to her, or Dave and I refer to her as our Jackie, because there's more than one. This is Nanny's Sloppy Joe's. One cup of tomato juice, one cup of tomato soup, one quarter cup ketchup, three quarters cup flour, one pound of ground beef, one cup of water, one teaspoon each of sugar, salt, and pepper, or any other seasonings you'd like. Brown the ground beef in a skillet, stir in the flour, add remaining ingredients and mix well, stirring until it thickens. Let simmer half an hour before serving. And of course, you serve that most likely on hamburger buns. So that's the one from Jackie. The other one is one from Jan in Ohio. Uh, the people on the legend might know her as Jan 52. We call her the Janster. This is pressure cookie, I mean cooker, pressure cooker spaghetti. Guess I have cookies on the brain. One pound ground beef browned. This is the small version. There are actually two versions, and those of you who are on the coffee club list will get both versions. There's a larger version and a smaller version. Anyway, this is the smaller version. One pound ground beef browned, eight ounces of spaghetti broken at least enough to fit your pressure cooker so it'll lie down. So you want it to go in there uh, on its side so you could cover it with water. One teaspoon of olive oil, <clears throat> and actually I've used other kinds of oils too because I don't usually have olive oil. One half teaspoon each, oregano, garlic powder, onion powder, and Italian seasoning. One 16-ounce jar of spaghetti sauce. One 16-ounce can of beef broth. And that's why you need the extra seasonings to help the beef broth along. Okay, so... You brown your beef, and you add the spices and drain. And this can be done in the Instant Pot. If you have 
the saute feature on yours. So you drain the ground beef, put it back in the Instant Pot, and you add the remaining ingredients, making sure liquid is over the spaghetti. Pressure on high, at least you need to use a setting that's at least 12 pounds per square inch, but pressure on high for 15 minutes and be sure and do a quick release and give it a stir and it's ready to serve. Have you tried any of these, Bill or Chris? Um, I have not tried the sloppy Joe recipe, but Jackie makes it a lot. That was her grandmother's. And I have done the spaghetti recipe and it is good. I'm already gaining weight just listening to it. <laughs> we did the smaller version because there's just two of us, but it's turned out good. I think I'll come back next week with Jackie Miller's spaghetti recipe. <laughs> mm, well. By the way, if, you, if you're hungry, I believe that QVC is doing a lot of gourmet holiday today again, if, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't I, I oh. looked at the schedule briefly, so I have to try to avoid that occasionally. I don't know why, but I just do. <laughs> First spaghetti recipe is not is nothing spectacular. Well, it's not like homemade sauce like people used to make, where it simmered for hours and they put all their own ingredients in it. She loves it. She takes a pound of ground beef and tur- no three pounds of ground beef and maybe a pound of sausage and onions and seasons it. Does that drains that? Then she puts in eight cans of tomato paste. I've never quite heard of this. And then a jar of the prego or whatever, just plain prego, and cooks that until it gets done. And then cooks, you know, cooks her noodles and mixes that in. That's her spaghetti. I think I'll stick with Jan's. You think you'll (laughs) stick with Jan's? So, but um couple things I was going to make an observation on. I had a very bad experience with Shipt last week, S-H-I-P-T. It's the competitor to um, Instacart. And we ordered it, we used it because Jennifer, they have a pickup from Staples and Office Max or Office Depot, whatever they're calling themselves these days. Anyway, so we ordered some printing supplies for Jennifer. And, you know, they um, said they were right here. Here is my order. I went out the door to get it. They weren't there. I waited and waited, and then I called them back or wrote them back, and they said, oh, we don't know. And then they said, well, I contacted the driver. And the driver goes, well, I'm too busy on a big order to pay attention to you now. So I finally called the number. I got the order rescheduled for the next day. They delivered it, but they didn't. They'd already charged me for the first day, charged me again for the second day. So I had to complain again. I did get the delivery the second day, but they had owed me a lot of money. So finally... I kept writing and writing and calling and writing. I got a hold of somebody who just today refunded my money because that was our money. If they didn't do the delivery, then they shouldn't do that. And these places should not get by with that, uh, doing that stuff. It's one thing if they tell you they can't deliver it, 
But if they tell you they are delivering it and that it's been dropped off when it wasn't, where it wasn't stolen, it wasn't any place close, and they had just taken the stuff and charged you. I don't have no idea what they did, but they finally made it up to me. But you had to be persistent. Oh, that's true. Chris, let me ask you a question up DoorDash. I tried to call them once because I had a question, and they're not really taking any calls from the public. How do you get in touch with them? Have you, been, have you ever had any success or any problems with them, and have you been able to talk to someone there? Uh, I, you can't talk to somebody right now because they've been so busy and they're only dealing with restaurants on the phone or drivers. But if you go into the app and you go into your orders there and you go to a specific order <clears throat> there is a place to contact them and chat with somebody and i have had success with that it works pretty well well i found the bug in the app and maybe maybe in other words when when i when the driver was it said to contact your driver you can send him a text message or call him but whenever you hit the text message button or the call button it says the, that that number is not available and when you send a text message to try to talk to the driver or the door dasher i should say that doesn't work anymore and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure why that that is but that's what that's how i've had that twice well now i just chatted with the driver over the weekend but now once your order is closed once it's been delivered it closes and it says chat lock you right, I get that. The driver after that, but I don't know what would be the problem with that because I've been able to do it. Well, I didn't really care. All I wanted to do was to let them know that all they had to do to leave was to come up to my apartment and leave the order in front of my door or next to my door, and it be, wouldn't be a problem. And when I ordered from McDonald's last week, the, the actual driver saw that I was wearing a mask, and she was, and so she had no problem. She just handed me the order. So I guess it worked out okay, Chris. So, But that, that was the question I had. But you just have to be vigilant. You have to be. I mean, that, that order was important in the fact that last week we needed those supplies so the customers that Jennifer serves could get their materials. So it's important, and they, they can't get by with doing that stuff. If they're not going to deliver it, tell me. But don't pull that that nonsense we're in a residential area here it's not like they're leaving it in a hallway or whatever the case may be but still you um, i had that happen once with doordash where they pulled that and i had to be persistent um i think it was subway i ordered from remember that chris and dave before i went back to indiana the last time i remember that yeah i had to keep calling and calling and calling just one little sub caused all that problem. I guess nothing is perfect. Well, but, but they lied and said they were dropping our order, and you chatted with the lady and everything. Yeah. That gets to me. My suspicion is she dropped it off at the wrong address. Wasn't paying attention or whatever. But just own up to it and say what happened. And moved on. Instead, that person got a one-star rating and probably in some trouble. I had an Instacart order driver who was shopped. She completed my order and she shopped it. And this is long before the lockup and all that stuff. And she quit. She decided, I've had enough of this. I'm not doing this. And my order was left at the supermarket. I contacted Instacart. This way, you could talk to someone at that point. 
and they rescheduled the order, and I got I got delivered with no problem, and they gave me a twenty dollar coupon of some sort, so they, they right. did make it right. But uh, and I will say, shift will talk to you. Now it may take a. Now here's the problem. Raise your right hand, please, if this has ever happened to you. You call someplace and you wait on hold thirty minutes, and they say hello, and you tell them what your problem is. They say, "I'm going to check," and next thing you know, you hear. you've been hung up on so i think people have had that happen to you before where you call and you wait and gone it happens more than you know has his hand up okay i got him right now chris go ahead bill yeah real quick um i see here in chicago the there are the restaurants and there the people that are doordash and those are picking up from are complaining that they're charging too much commission to pick that stuff up, and they're going to start, and they're going to have to start letting the customer know how much actually goes back to the restaurant in the food place. And also, another real quick question, still off the point: How was your chicken dinner yesterday, Dave? It was excellent. Okay. And Bill was right; he did have mashed potatoes and corn. Uh, yeah, were, I, was that the first time you ever ordered from that? From no. Macaboro? We've, oh, we've okay, had it before, I, but they had, I guess, because of the virus and, and things going on, they the, a lot of their menu was cut. They were short-staffed, right, right, right. so they weren't making as right. many different things, but they are making right. it again now. I called yeah, them yesterday I've had, morning. Yeah, I've had that chicken dinner a few times. That's really good. It's that, oh, yeah. Uh, there was a southern fried chicken dinner. That's one right, I that, that is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Catfish have, is good, too. They also have chicken and dumplings. I, I like that. that, that, that yeah, yeah that, that's been around. But they just started in the last year or so doing the Sunday southern fried chicken. They brought it back. A Th- that, that's a Dave Rickard special, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Dave. It's, 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 it, it's clogs your arteries, Dave. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You get, like, well, four pieces of chicken. And, of course, I got mashed potatoes and, and corn. Then he got an extra side of turnip greens. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. Um, the, like, well, I, used, I usually went to a place, and well, now you can't because of the virus. We used to go to Shipshawana to the, the Blue Gate over there, and they got a buffet for $14, eat all you want, and they have southern fried chicken. And, I mean, it is like... I, I had to roll out of there. I can't walk out of there. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, I, <laughs> all you want to eat for fourteen dollars. I mean, is there a dessert it. that you like at Cracker Barrel, Dave? The black Their apple color. dumpling is yeah. Wonderful. They have really good apple dumplings, but too. they don't have those right this minute. I think Jenny and her mom eat two or three of those. I like well, their biscuits. Three, you can't eat that many of those. They're big, aren't they, Jenny? Yeah, they're huge. I've had them before. I like their biscuits. Some of their biscuits are good. I well, like the, their cornbread. That's good, too. I like the biscuits. They're really, really well, good. Well, anyway, anything is better than what I cook it. But it, it did. They they really have good fried chicken. You know, before, let's see, did we have enough? Oh, we got one raised hand from Julie here. Julie, yep. Do you want to get to that? Or yeah. You want to talk oh, yeah. No, no, no. Julie, go. Okay. Go ahead, Julie. Hello. I'm um, <coughs> I just wanted to say, I got, okay, I just wanted to say, uh, I signed up for Ira a while back, and when I signed up, you got like a week free. I didn't have many opportunities to try it, but we went shopping one day, and I said, I'm going to try this, because I wanted my friend to consider it too, and I said, give me something I can shop for. 
and she needed a couple of bags, wanted a couple of bags of chips. And I was just kind of really full of myself for a while because the agent made it so easy. Uh, you know, we didn't do everything quite perfectly, but because um, the, sh- the chips were on a way high shelf and I was trying to hold the camera as high as I could. But we got one of the, I got one of the bags of chips and one I had to take put one back because it wasn't quite the right one. Um, and the other one, she had kind of over underestimated where that was and our, my roommate saw it and um, because she and, and our friend Kathy were close behind us, close enough that Kathy could kind of hear what was going on between the agent and me. But, but she just made it seem so easy and it's, you know, it's well worth giving it a try. Oh, yeah. And thank you for that. And, you know, it's a five minute call you can get for free as many times a day as you want. So, yeah, it doesn't cost Except you. I couldn't get through Walmart. And I couldn't get to the shopping area from the pharmacy in five minutes. So. No, 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 no. That that takes a little bit of time. But it it, <laughs> it works in, you know, it works. And there's also something called Be My Eyes, which is free too. You won't get the same level, maybe, that you would get through Ira, but it is free. So that is something. But that's probably a discussion for another day that we have more time on. How much time we got left, guys? Uh, Two minutes to go. It's 10.58. Okay. I just want to mention a couple things. Remember, Friday morning, same time, we'll be right here. We'll give you the number to call into Zoom and... And we're going to do a 15th anniversary legend. And we've got some announcements to talk about. So it will affect Tim's show. So, you know, Tim, it would be a good idea for you to listen or be here. It, I it, suppose I better. I guess it's going to change your playlist. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, okay. it's going to change your ready and stuff like that yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah. polka's ready you better get polka's ready you better get a microphone ready tim and a pair of headsets and ready to go to work on friday so anyway um i think i want to thank everybody the participation was just outstanding we were going to do an ask chris and dave we got to a little bit but you guys kept us so busy the whole two hours. We didn't. We kind of did that as a panel today. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I've got to go to work. I've got to take our internet down for just a few minutes and see if we can't get that fixed. We had to wait till after the the show. But it's back to work, Jeff. I may be calling you and some other Dave and Chris. Uh, we need to test a few things out here we want to make sure that we get the right pokas and so we shall go so thank you Tim Um, and we'll be back and just keep listening to the legend because we're going to keep you busy here and Tim have a great show did Jeff give you a request yep he did okay It's ready. See you tomorrow night, everyone.